Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Buff Nation! Let's go! Big one. Big one today. Welcome into DMVR Buffs Primetime. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour 36 p.m. every single day. Jake and RK here, and we are joined by Mr. Jaquez Robinson. So sick. So great to have him on. Uh, let's, let's bring him in. Let's bring him in. The former Alabama Crimson Tide cornerback. Attended the spring game. Now he's a buff. Jaquez, welcome to the show, man, and welcome to Colorado. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, just take us through kind of the last few months for you, you know, making the decision to transfer from Alabama uh, all the way up to making the decision to transfer to Colorado. Um, well, first, uh, Coach Kelly, I saw Coach Kelly got the job at Colorado right before uh, spring started. So I was just kind of um, like happy for him and happy to see him like, you know, back in the defensive coordinator role. And um, I was just like kind of like watching from afar, like checking on him and seeing like how he was doing. But uh, when things didn't really work out the way I thought they should have this spring, I decided in the transfer portal and the first call I got was from Coach Kelly. That's awesome, man. Um, Coach Kelly is a... Uh... We've heard a lot about him, a lot of admiration for him. Uh, but what was that spring game like from your perspective? Just as a visitor, uh, there was a lot of you guys there. But what was that like for you? Uh, I feel like it was good. You know, my coach, uh, my relationship with Coach Kelly was already good. So it was good to see him again, Coach Sal. Those guys recruiting me in high school to go to Bama and stuff like that. And um, the spring game was definitely lit, I would say. <laughs> uh, because um, it's good to see that type of turnout and the support from the fans especially with a, a program that's in a rebuilding stage. So you talked a lot about Coach Kelly, but one of the things that we've said a lot on this show is like, if you're a defensive back in college football right now, how could you help yourself from wanting to play for Deion Sanders, for Coach Prime? Is that something that kind of you thought about in this process? That was huge. So, you know, me coming from playing from Bama, play, well, playing for Bama, uh, you know, playing for Coach Saban and that being a, one of the best defensive minds in the game and then going to play with the best athlete, the best corner to ever do it, it's kind of like the best of both worlds for me. Well, you're reuniting with Coach Kelly, but uh, we learned from, I think, the Folsom Frenzy podcast, request. you're best friends with Demoy Kennedy. So yeah. what was that like, kind of seeing, re- reuniting with him, you know, taking those pictures and now you get to play alongside him again? Um, it's great. Uh, me and him always talked about making plays together and playing in the same field, and it's finally getting to happen. Um, Coach Kelly has a great plan for him. 
as well for him to show his versatility, his speed on the edge and stuff like that. So uh, definitely going to be fun playing the field with my best friend for sure. What can you tell us about about Demoy? Like, what what is Colorado getting? What can we expect to see from him on the field? Fast, physical linebacker. He's definitely fast. Has a lot of great uh, position flexibility. Um, he can play like a little bit. Um, I would say like a, a Sam linebacker. So he can play uh, coverage. He can run. He can blitz. Um, he's like DB fast, like four 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 five type of guy. Love that. We need more of that. <laughs> yes, sounds awesome. Um, you mentioned Charles Kelly already a bunch, but I'm just curious. What do you think he demands out of his players um, just on the roster? You saw it at Alabama, but here at Colorado, obviously a lot of players have entered the transfer portal. What do you think he's looking for out of his players? Uh, just guys who are willing to play their game. You know, I was talking to Coach Kelly uh, the other day, actually. Um, he was telling me that he wanted me to play my game and however I feel comfortable within the system. So, um I really appreciate that because it allows me to be myself and know and make plays and trust my instincts and stuff like that. And having a coach that believes in my ability also helps me be more confident. What about you? What do you What do you want Colorado fans to know about your game when you come here? Um, confident, uh, swaggy for sure. <laughs> um, I like I like to. I'm not gonna say I talk a lot of noise, but you know me from, being from Florida, I'm gonna talk a little bit. You know, um, <laughs> So, you know, that's kind of that's kind of one of my biggest things is that I'm going to play me down to the fullest. And me not really playing as much at Alabama and getting to show my talent, which I feel like I should have, uh, definitely have a big tip on my shoulder. What, what, why do you like to talk? Like, every guy kind of has a different reason of, like, what, does that psych you up? Does it, what, what is the, uh, the thought process behind it? Um, I feel like when I talk, I got to deliver. So you don't want to just be a talker. I feel like I have to stand on what I'm saying. And so it kind of turns me up as well. Like, I just told this guy this. Let me <laughs> not let him do it. You feel me? So, yes. yeah. So that's definitely uh, one of the biggest things. Like, And also just getting in their head. So, like, making them focus on beating me instead of beating the team or beating the scheme or whatever. Jaquez, you're from Jacksonville. Coach Prime has kind of put an emphasis on bringing in players from Florida what is it about football players from Florida that is different, and why does Coach Prime want to build his roster with a ton of guys from Florida? It's all we do now here is football. Everybody plays football. So it's whether you're playing at the park, you're playing 7-on-7, you're playing spring ball. Everything is competitive, and everything is football down here. That's all we do. What can you tell us about your relationship with Pastor Tan? Um, so Pat was there my freshman year. Um, I got to watch him a lot just because, like, I know he has good technique, good body control and stuff like that. So I was able to watch and take a few things from him and uh, get to talk to him and, uh, like, kind of, like, learn the game, stuff like that from him. I saw him at the Super Bowl. I told him the buffs were coming for Bama. He didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, he's a big Bama guy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, another couple Florida guys I want to ask you about, Travis Hunter and Cormani McLean. Um, did you know them before committing, and how excited are you to be playing alongside them this year? Uh, I met Carmani on the visit when I went up there. Um, I'm excited to play against, I mean, we'll play with two guys of that caliber, especially, you know, me being at Bama, I played with guys on high talent levels, but those guys have great ball skills, great competitors, and I like, you know, being in that type of room because now we can bounce ideas off each other. Hey, bro, I think you could have played this a little bit better. Or, hey, bro, like, how would you play this? How would you take this type of receiver just – being in a room full of guys with talent 
you start to learn your limits and learn what you can do and what you got to work on because those guys are doing it well too. So it kind of like lets you know where you are um, just amongst your peers. What did you think of the city of, of Boulder during your visit? I'm curious, just kind of the, the thought process behind coming coming to Colorado and seeing the views and that sort of thing. What did you think of Boulder? Uh, it's definitely different. Um, definitely different from Alabama. Definitely different from Florida. Uh, but I liked it, though. My parents loved it. Um, so especially when they said it's kind of like more, like the, the food is more wholesome down there for me. Like I don't, I'm not really a, a big meat eater type of guy. Like, I don't really like a lot of stuff like that. So they had, like, a lot of vegan spots for me to oh, go yeah. to and, 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 like, good eats. So I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that's uh, that, that, that you'll love that. There's a ton of great places to eat clean there. Uh, if you ever need any wrecks, don't hesitate to hit us up. We got you, okay. man. <laughs> um, I'm curious. When you watch film, are there any, like, major stylistic differences or any type of difference in general between the Pac-12 and the SEC just in terms of play style? A lot more passing. Um, I would say uh, definitely a lot more passing attempts uh, I see being thrown. Uh, the running game isn't as a big a part of the game. Like, um, I know Coach Saban's defense, it was more so stop the run, force them to pass. So uh, Pac-12 is probably stop the pass, make them run. I haven't played in the Pac-12 yet, so I don't really know. But I know Coach Saban was big on the run fits and having the right gaps and stuff like that when it comes to the run game. More, more, more opportunities for picks. Exactly. <laughs> Can't wait, man. Uh, hopefully we get to see you out here in Colorado soon. Um, you got anything else, Ryan? That's all we got. All right, man. Thank you, Jaquez, so much for coming on the show, man. We'll talk to you soon. Hopefully we'll get you back on the show soon as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I actually got on the Boulder, the 15th. So I'll be awesome. Soon. All right, man. man. We'll see you soon. Get out here safe. Right. Yes, sir. And there he is, Jaquez Robinson. Awesome stuff. Good awesome stuff, stuff man. Uh, super excited for him. Definitely my favorite part was him talking about how he likes to talk trash. Yep. <laughs> Fires me up. I, I love it, too. You know Carmani's going to do it. You know Travis is going to oh, do yeah. it, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's just something about it. And he's right. Um, you know, exactly kind of what he said. Like, when you put that out there and, and you're talking on the field, you know you have to back it up. And it does fire you up. But the other side of it is true as well. Like, you get that guy mad at you. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, you know... <laughs> In, if they're not great at controlling their emotions and channeling them the right way, mm. you you know you can draw personal fouls, you can get them off their game. I ho I hope the whole defense is chirpy. Yeah, I think they will be. I think they will too. Uh, and then also just talking about Demoy. Yeah, that's so cool. I'm hyped for him just to reunite with his best friend. Yep. And all the stuff he said about him, like yeah. talking about a linebacker with DB speed, is that's why that's why he was my guy from the jump. Most anticipated arrival, Demoy Kennedy, when he's finally healthy and on the field. I, for me, yes. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I'm a huge, huge believer in off-ball linebackers. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's the most underrated position in football. Like, the NFL has kind of gone down this road where people are talking about how you know you shouldn't put too much value in that position, and I'm just like, look at the best defenses ever, and look who was playing for them, yep. and. Damn near nine times out of ten, you will see a Hall of Fame linebacker in the middle of a great defense. Absolutely. So uh, I'm I'm maybe as high as anyone on that position. And I think in college, it can even be more impactful. The reason being is you can get away with being a little bit smaller. Mm -hmm. And so you can, you know, you talk about sideline to sideline guys in the league. 
it's more likely that you see a sideline to sideline guy in college because they can, you know, you can get away with 225 or so. Right. Uh, and, you know, just fly around making plays. And to be honest, a lot of the great tradition of Colorado football comes right alongside great linebackers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if Des Moines can go out there and be that guy, um, I will be just ecstatic. Just to add some like football nerdy stuff to that with the wider hashes in college, though, man, those sideline to sideline like linebackers, they just pop off the screen. Oh, yeah. Like at Georgia, when you saw Nicobe Dean or uh, Roquan Smith just sprinting sideline to sideline. Pops so much more when you have those wider hashes and just more ground to cover. Easily a top 10 favorite player for me to watch at Colorado was Jordan Dizon, mm-hmm. um, who you know had a short stint in the NFL before getting hurt. Was actually um, a scout for the Broncos as recently as last year. But same thing. And there was all these like, – he was from Hawaii. There's all these awesome yeah. like um, kind of like wives tales about him like chasing down wild hogs and mm-hmm. tackling them and like <laughs> with his hands and all this shit when he was a kid. Um, and like that same thing, just sideline to sideline, popping people in the mouth. Uh, I love the position, but we, we can circle back to Jaquez. Yeah. Just first of all, um, seems very confident in his decision to come here. Very confident in his abilities. Uh, first guy I've heard not say like worried about the food in Boulder. Right. Sounds like he's into vegetarian he's vegan stuff, it. which is it's probably like the capital of the world right. when it comes to that kind of stuff. Uh, so he'll definitely love that. Yeah, uh, that was cool. Also, just how easy this decision seemed for him. Just constant contact with Coach Kelly once he entered the portal. Um, and then obviously the admiration for Coach Prime, the greatest defensive back of all time. Yeah, it seemed like it was really just an easy decision for him to come to Colorado. It's kind of cool to hear a guy talk more about someone other than coach Brown. right like he made it pretty clear to me i thought that his decision was about coach kelly coach mm-hmm. prime obviously a huge bonus on top like i asked him about playing for you know and he said it the best cornerback of all time but this for him was about his admiration and respect for coach kelly yep uh and it and it just so happens that he's at colorado now and i and i love that for all parties his primary recruiter uh in 2020 to get him to alabama was south sincere too there you go. So the links are undeniable, <laughs> well, really. You probably him. had a couple of good Coach Sal stories. We can ask oh, him next yeah. time. Yeah, we're going to have to get those out of him for sure. Um, and another Florida boy, man. We're up to 16 now when you count Travis. Yep. Uh, it's clear the mentality that they have when they approach the game, especially in the secondary, and I'm excited that that's basically going to be this entire secondary is Florida boys. Very uh, Florida of him when I asked him what kind of player he is. The first thing he said is swaggy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Or maybe that was the second thing after confident. Right. Either way, it was one or two. All right. Uh, let's catch up on the news. We still we had a couple commitments, Ryan. It's crazy. We, we're not even leading the show with commitments anymore because they just happen all the time. One, Just one more thank you to, uh, to Jaquez Robinson for joining us. It was really, really cool. Absolutely. Hopefully we can get him down here uh, once he's actually here in Colorado. Amen. Shout out to Shady Rays, the independent sunglasses company who offers a world-class product. The sun is out there beaming today. You need the Shady Rays outside. Oh, yeah. 80 um, degrees. Yeah, it's really hot. Might be 80 degrees in the studio. <laughs> Honestly, maybe. <laughs> Every pair of their sunglasses are backed by lost and broken replacements. Um, you can shop their entire collection at the Park Meadows Mall or go online to shadyrays.com. Make sure you use promo code DMVR. You can get 50% off two or more pairs 
a polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by 250,000 people. And, and shout let's out, get us rated five stars by 250,000 people. Let's try that. <laughs> uh, sh- subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Give the pod a five-star review. We'd greatly appreciate it. And then shout out to Shador's number two. Ryan, I tried it last night, man. Oh, did oh, you? Oh, let's go. Let's go. Here we go. We're cooking. Woo. Let's go. I got my Shador's uh, apron on. <laughs> let's cook. Beautiful. You have to wear that the rest of the show now. Uh, I'm not adding more layers <laughs> to uh, my body as hot as it is in here right now. Probably smart. Um, but I finally tried it for the first time last night, and it was delicious. What? I love the little uh, spice at the end yes, of it, too. It's like a very modest kick. Yeah. Um, but it, it does have a nice little finish to it. What yep. did you have it on? Chicken thighs. Ooh. Yep. Nice. How did you prepare them? Uh, air fryer, actually. Air Just fryer, salt, pepper, chicken? little gar- garlic powder, and then uh, after they were done cooking, put some sauce Just on there. Drown them in sauce? No, I actually don't go too liberal oh, on the sauce. But, okay. Uh, just a nice little glaze. Put them back in there for like a minute or two. Get it to like caramelize on there. I would say at Delicious. least 50% of my decisions on what to eat is based on what sauce I want. Like, That's fair. I'm just, I'm all about the sauce. Yep. I've got like four bottles of barbecue sauce in my <laughs> fridge now. <laughs> Three things of salsa. I've got TD's barbecue sauce. Yeah. Shador's barbecue sauce. <laughs> Collecting them all, man. Ed McCaffrey's mustard. <laughs> there you go. Uh, head on over to plbse.com. Use promo code ALLCITY, all caps, all one word, to get 10% off your order of Shador's number two. <clears throat> all right. Two commitments. First one, J.J. Hawkins. This came through last night. Yes, sir. Former Ole Miss defensive end. Another defensive end. Another bigger defensive end, too. 6'2", 265. He is from Lawrenceville, Georgia. Uh, played at or was a red shirt in 2021. Last year, I believe he only played in a handful of games. Only had a few Three? tackles. Yeah. Yep. But uh, was a former three-star recruit in the 2021 class. Uh, many, many offers. Now he's a buff. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. I don't know where this is coming from, but every time the buffs add a skill position player... There's a like 20 comments that are like, need more in the trenches. <laughs> They've been adding just as much, if not more, to the trenches than they have uh, to the skill positions. I know. It's crazy. And there's another one. And there's another there's one. There's another one, too. <laughs> but yes, uh, I don't know. What are we up to? Nine new defensive ends? And remember, this is all about having darts. Mm-hmm. You bring in this guy. You bring in the Florida State guys. You bring in the Old Dominion guys. You bring in... You don't need every one of them to be good. You just don't. Yep. You need like three of them to be good. Mm-hmm. You love for all nine of them to be good. But you bring in these guys, you got a dart. If you hit the bullseye, boom, you're good. Um, it, it's it's very interesting and it, it's never been seen before. So people don't know how to react to what's happening right now. But if you think about it, it's almost as if Coach Prime had like 35 draft picks in an NFL draft. Right. And, you know, maybe they had like five picks in the top 150 and then 30 in the mid to late rounds. And I promise you, if you have 30 picks in the mid to late rounds, you are going to hit some home runs. Yep. So you take these guys, you take a chance here, you take a chance there. SEC talent, you know, lower level guy who destroyed it, 
Um, this guy was buried behind a, a superstar on the depth chart. Bring them all in, get your darts, and and try to hit a couple bullseyes, and that's all you need. There's exactly. 22 guys on the field at a time. Right. They're br- they're bringing in 60 something transfers. <laughs> One third of them have to be really good, maybe. Right. Well, and they definitely have a type too because they're focusing on ACC, SEC, uh, you know, former like three stars who, as you said, are kind of just stashed on the depth chart who really don't have a chance to break through at their current school, which is why they entered the portal. And now you've got this wide open opportunity at Colorado where they're just trying to get as many people from the portal as they can. And it's really kind of just wide open. Anyone can start coming yeah. from anywhere at this point. And there's definitely the other side of this whole transfer portal thing, which is like, you can't really develop players anymore. Yeah. Like the, the, um, why am I forgetting it? There's so many names. The Florida state kid who committed this weekend. Uh, <laughs> Bishop Thomas. There we go. Bishop Thomas. He wins scout team player of the year at Florida State. Yep. That means they were feeling really good about his development, right? Um, they loved what he was bringing to the team. You just don't get that luxury anymore. Like, yep. you know, I remember for a long time, like Derek McCartney, who is, um, of course, a grandson of Bill McCartney. He gray shirted, red shirted, didn't play. And then, you know, there was three years there where, you know, he became a part of it. And by the time he was a senior, he was a star. Mm-hmm. That's just you can't do it in college football anymore. Right. Um, and I'm very grateful for the fact that Coach Prime isn't one of the people pushing back on this, is leaning into it as hard as he can and trying to capitalize on it as much as he can. Absolutely. And so, you know, Florida State's loss is our gain. And it's unfortunate for them that they didn't get the chance to continue that guy's development, but it's great for us. It's great for the player, though. I mean, for someone like Bishop Thomas, who won Scout Player of the Year last year, like like you just pointed out, he's probably waiting another at least two, three years to even break in the rotation on Florida State's D-line. Mm-hmm. But he had a good season on the scout team, kind of built that confidence, realized, hey, I can play, yep. entered the portal, and now he found a team that's real willing to give him an opportunity. Absolutely. And I bet you if you go back and look at guys who have won scout team player of the year, uh, four teams, there's a ton of success stories. Like oh, if yeah. you just watch college football on Saturdays, you'll hear, you know, Chris Fowler or someone say like, this guy won scout team player of the year last year. Mm-hmm. And now he's out here making plays like Philip Lindsay was a scout team player of the year at Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mentioned this because he's my good friend, but Kenny Bell, who was a wide receiver at Nebraska was scout yeah. team player of the year, his freshman year when he redshirted. Then he became Nebraska's all-time leading receiver. Like these guys who are showing out against the first team end up playing for the first team. That's what Coach Prime is looking for, though. That yep. dog in them. Yep. And that's what it is. Yep, totally. Second guy, Arden Walker. We've talked about him before. Former Missouri defensive end, I believe. 6'2, 252. Was a 2021 three-star recruit. I heard the Buffs were ardently recruiting him. <laughs> they were, because he's out of Cherry Creek High School. Yes. Uh, Blake Purchase already kind of quote-tweeted his commitment and said, can't wait to see you in Autzen. So Let's go. Can't wait to see you in Boulder, Blake, after you transfer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. Um, anyways, he's got three years of eligibility remaining. Um, didn't play much. Played in all 12 games last year as a redshirt freshman, however. I believe it's only like six tackles. Six total tackles, one and a half for a loss. 
but also last year was SEC Fall Academic Honor Roll. Same thing in 2021, first year SEC Academic Honor Roll. So obviously a Let's very go. smart guy. Yeah, uh, this was one that I wanted. Uh, you know, the number of Colorado guys on the roster has waned um, <laughs> yeah. incredibly. Uh, and I am never someone who says like you have to recruit Colorado if you're going to succeed like that's mm -hmm. just a lie um but it's nice to have guys from from the state on, on the roster yep. especially guys who are SEC talent you know this is a guy right. who's recruited to the SEC hasn't you know hadn't quite had enough time to become that guy there just like we we're just talking about with Bishop Thomas um but a guy who played in the SEC who's coming to Colorado another dart uh another you know great opportunity to uh to succeed as a buff and a guy who's probably gonna have a little extra pride in putting that that colorado oh, sure. across his chest absolutely um i don't know if you so the picture that we put on the buffs twitter for his commitment is actually from his visit three years ago oh wow yeah that's funny yep so uh it was meant to be well welcome home arden so two new defensive ends We'll see how much they're able to uh, break into the lineup this year. We do have a walk-on commitment also, and that is former LSU wide receiver Jack Rilling from, I believe, Madison, Wisconsin, decided to go walk-on at LSU, I believe, two years ago. Uh, had a redshirt season. Didn't I think he played in four games, didn't catch wow. a pass, but uh, th I think this is the Corey Phillips connection coming through here. I was going to say, there's got to be a staff connection yep. there for a guy to go from walk-on at one school to walk-on at another. Yep. Um, but, hey, if he got on the field, that's impressive in itself. Mm -hmm. Another wide receiver. I, someone said we have 19 wide receivers on this roster. I don't know if that's... That's got to be high. If, if it includes walk-ons, I could see it. Maybe that's what it is, but, man... They're loaded up. I mean, up they were the down to how many after the after like Montana and Jordan Tyson oh, transferred yeah. out. Okay. There you go. Um, I don't know. We had how many of them actually stuck around? Do you remember the wide receivers from last year? I can't remember any of them. I think they're all gone. I think so too. So there you go. Uh, some offers we need to get through. Colorado offers 2025 four-star defensive lineman Jordan Crawford. This guy is 6'1", 280 pounds, out of Parker High School in Birmingham, Alabama. Has earned at least 16 offers. Alabama's in there. Florida, Florida State's in there. Michigan's in there. Tennessee's in there. And now CU. Uh, but class of 2025... So a very long way to go, but looks like a blue chip from that that recruiting class at Let's least. Let's go. Next guy, um, <laughs> I saw someone say we should watch film of this guy, and we probably should. Connor Gilbreath. Okay, Gilbreath. Gilbreath. Uh, you tell me. I think that's Gilbreath. Gilbreath. All right. A JUCO tight end out of Butte College in Redding, California. Um, was is listed as an offensive tackle, uh, recruit on two four seven. Okay, was listed as a tight end on Butte Community College's roster. Okay, and then he tagged Coach Ob in his offer. Okay, yeah, interesting. Yes, 
He was listed last year on Butte, uh, Butte's roster 6'5", 245 as a tight end. That's tight end size yeah. for sure. Yeah. But I guess it's possible that, you know, people don't always recruit their position. It's not always that like a lot of right. times it's regional. Um, so where is Butte Community College? Uh, I believe in California. Okay. Um, um, sounds right to me. I feel like there's a famous person who went there. Like, is that where Aaron Rodgers went or something? Uh, I don't know. Orland, California. Let me see. Um, yeah. So my point being, you know, we know Brew's been down in the South. Uh, it's possible that OB was in California and, you know, he went and saw this guy. Right. Let's see. Butte Community College alumni. Famous alums. Larry Allen. Okay. Hall of Famer, left tackle. And you, how'd you know Aaron Rodgers went to Butte Community College? There we go, baby. My brain is full Ow. of useless knowledge. That's crazy. <laughs> um, <but laughs> That's literally probably the only two people you probably know yep. who are famous alumni. Yep, there we go. Um, but yeah, we should probably check out his film at some point because uh, I heard this guy is an absolute steamroller at tight end. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm sure uh, they could use him. Absolutely. Final guy we're going to talk about here is 2024 four, three-star edge, Amontre Bat Bradford, ranked 861st overall, 61st overall edge, Statesboro High School out of Statesboro, Georgia. Has 14 offers, including Colorado now. Um, not many big ones. I mean, he's got Minnesota, GT, USF. So this actually may be one of his first Power 5 offers. He's got Indiana in there, Vanderbilt. Okay. So there you go. And then uh, <laughs> this came out yesterday, but we're going to talk about it today. Big Game Boomer put out a list of the top quarterbacks in college football this year. Yes, this was interesting. And Shador Sanders. Big game boomer. Comes Love them when they say things that I like. Hate them when they say things I don't. Absolutely. <laughs> 11th, though. Ahead of some uh, playoff contenders and big names. So I was looking at the list, and I didn't see anyone behind him that I was like, you could make an agreement that this is, or you can make an argument that this is insane. J.J. McCarthy at Michigan? Of course, you would go to the Michigan guy. Well, it's close. He's one of the better guys behind him here. Grayson McCall, Coastal. He's he's still playing? He's still playing. <laughs> he's good. He's good for sure. He's ahead of KJ Jefferson and Spencer Rattler. Devin Leary, who's at Kentucky now. Spencer Rattler is like just a name. KJ Jefferson <laughs> is sick. Um, yeah, I mean, he's certainly ahead of good players, but I yeah. was just, I, I was, I don't know. I was glad to see like there wasn't anyone that like, has a cra I don't know a crazy case. I like that they're projecting a little bit on Shador, like we are, mm -hmm. that he's gonna be that dude uh, at Colorado the same way he was at Jackson State. Absolutely. But the point coming from this though is this is the main reason why Colorado is gonna be better. And the people who are all hating and talking about oh, Coach Prime can't build a team from the portal, the fact that this guy is gonna be throwing passes and calling the signals for the Buffs is the sole reason why they're going to be so much better this year. I know. Anyone who is, you know, preying on Colorado going 1-11 and again is – it was – that – your dream was over the second Shador Sanders stepped foot on campus. Exactly. Could not agree more. Uh, how about your boy who uh, lost his mind that Shador is ahead of Jeff Sims? <laughs> the guy who has been blowing up my mentions the last three days? Yeah. 
Uh, Jeff Simmons in his 1,200 yards per season. He somehow makes this list, though, at 36. Right behind Quinn Ewers. Yeah, like what? Oh, Quinn Ewers is criminally underrated Kinda sick, here. Yeah. Um, guys that Jeff Sims is ahead of DJ Uyungalele. No. Um, Cade McNamara at Iowa now. No. Uh, Keaton Slovis. Uh, uh, how many places has he been? <laughs> he's at. What know, school is he at do now? You know, yeah, can you guess where he's at now? Oh my God! I think I might know this. Is it big? Uh, Power Five now. Cincinnati. Close. Uh, BYU. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so he's been at USC. <laughs> he played at Pitt last year. Pitt. I want to say he's been another place. Keaton Slovis. He I'll has to up. have. Um, but other guys that Jeff Sims is ahead of, Brennan Armstrong, who was – Dre loves Brennan Armstrong. Who's was, he? He was the Virginia quarterback, oh, yep, the yep, lefty, yep. I believe. Uh, he's at NC State now. And then Dante Moore makes the list at 41. The five-star incoming freshman who hasn't played a single down of college football listed at 41. Okay, it does look like he was just USC, Pitt, BYU. Well, we'll see what happens after this next year, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Caleb Williams tops the list. Michael Penix Jr., number three. Bo Nix, five. Uh, and then Shador at 11. So heavy, heavy Pac-12 representation Conference here. Conference of quarterbacks. Yep. Who else do we got? We got DJU and Dante Moore. Dante Moore. No JDL? No JDL. JDL's in some shit right now. Did you know? Oh, no. Yeah. Legal? Legal. Oh. Yeah. That's not great. Yeah, you're going to have to look into it after I this. I guess he can't be my guy anymore. I, I would why, I would uh, recommend not you know, naming him as such. All right. <laughs> Good to know. Let's talk to the people. I'm strictly a Shador guy now. Strictly. That's not a bad policy to go by. Though. Nope. Um, shout out to our presenting sponsor, Illegal Pete's. Illegal Pete's always our go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Um, I haven't had Illegal Pete's in a minute. When's the last time you went, Ryan? Yesterday. Reverse nachos? Yep. Never misses, does so it? So good. Man, I could... I'm so hungry. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Go for pizza again, probably. It's patio season now, too. I know. Pizza's just, like, flourishing at this I point. Know. Yeah, you got to, like, if you're if you're making a pilgrimage to the DNVR bar, just, like, go hit, get a margarita, hang out on the uh, porch mm -hmm. or the patio out at Leo Pete's, maybe have some chips and queso. Yep. It's a short, short walk two from blocks the DNVR away. bar. Yeah. Uh, kick off the spring season with a house beer bucket for you and your whole crew. Five refreshing 16-ounce beers for just $15. It doesn't get much better than that. Uh, so come hang out on the patio with your loaded burrito, a crisp beer. Legal Pete's your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. And then also shout out to our friends at Breckenridge Brewery. We've got the Nuggets tonight. A big game five. I can only imagine uh, the scenes if the Nuggets win this game. You know, celebrating with a Breck brew in hand. Oh, yeah. Be a big one. I know. I'm still thinking of maybe going to the game, but either way, I'll either be at the game or here, and the atmosphere is going to be electric. Absolutely. You can try out some of our favorites, the Mountain Beach Sour, Strawberry Sky, Mile High City Golden Ale, 
you can find out exactly where they are if you use the Breckenridge Brewery beer locator at www.breckbrew.com. What do we got today? Angela, what's up? Other coaches fear Coach Prime rebuild working because their alumni base is going to rip them apart for not doing what Coach Prime did. Coach Prime succeeds. College football will change in a big way. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm a big believer that if the Buffs win a lot of games this year, they are immediately going to make rules to oh, the yeah. transfer portal. Um, it used to be capped. I didn't know this because mm-hmm. uh, it never came into play for Colorado. <laughs> Um, but I believe it was capped at 25. Yep. They'll bring back the cap. Maybe they they let it go to 40 or something right. like that, but they will not allow another coach to flip 70 players in one offseason. It's just such an isolated like kind of circumstance with Colorado, though, because of how bad they were. And how good Coach Prime is exactly. at getting players. Like, it's really like a monumentous jump in just like... You know, like in NCAA, the game, like the stars, like you hired Deion Sanders and you automatically get like three extra stars right? next to Colorado. Yeah, it is. It is. But other people will try it. Right. You know, and, and almost every coach who goes in to take over a bad program is going to say, well, got to try to flip as many players as I can. Right. Yeah, we'll see. And you have a great kind of um, arrow in, in the uh, quiver, which is... You can play immediately. And that's what everyone wants in the transfer portal. That's what I'm saying. This is such like a unique situation. Yep. Because of all these factors and because you can literally transfer in and play immediately. I would say if Colorado wins seven or more games, I bet heavy on massive transfer portal reform in the offseason. I think they just go 3-0 and if you start the year. Yeah, that's also possible. And shoot, even if you hang in there against USC and Oregon, they're going to be like, all right, hold on here. Yep, you know yep. what I mean? It's going to be interesting. And I, and I agree that Coach Prime is a very unique uh, – like he's the only guy who could do it at this caliber. Right. But everyone will be trying, and yeah. uh, people will just say, oh, that's bad. Well, I mean, look at you know Lincoln Riley and – Lane Kiffin, what they did when they got to their new places, they turned over the roster. Jay Norvell, even. Yep. His was actually even more extreme. They turned over at Colorado State like 50 plus players. Yep. Also, uh, I'm seeing this in the comments. I think they are breaking the news to us that we have hit 40,000 subscribers. Yep. So thank you guys so, 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 so much for making that possible. Um, I was looking, we were at 30,000 before Coach Prime uh, joined the Buffs. And that was over the course of seven years. <laughs> so 10,000 in a matter of months since Coach Prime got here. Uh, huge, huge thank you to you guys. You, you are a massive, massive part of that. So we couldn't thank you guys enough. Love you, Buff Nation. BHF, how many scholarships do you think we'll save for the postgraduate camp they are having in a few weeks? Um, I don't know. We're down they- to... 12? Well, I think, I think we're, we're at 73? 72 or 73. I think 70, it was 71 yesterday. Oh, yeah. Two so more. Then, yeah, 73. They've got 12 left. I mean, people thought that they were going to be scraping the bottom of the barrel. They're only going to have a 50-man roster. That was, someone said that. <laughs> someone really said, like, I'm projecting Colorado have 56 scholarship players or some stupid shit like that. It took a, a couple weeks? Yeah. And I'm sure they have. They could finish it off right now if they wanted to. Probably. But they're 
you know, probably being patient and, you know, going through the scouting process, trying to find some gems. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that we haven't talked about is the eligibility. We'll go through it. We'll look how um, thoughtful the eligibility chart is by the end of this. Mm -hmm. Because you could really get wonky taking in this many transfers if you brought in all seniors. Right. Then all of a sudden, 70 guys graduate this year. Yeah. They have been really smart. You know, Arden Walker, redshirt freshman, uh, Bishop Thomas, redshirt freshman. They're like filling out the eligibility chart just as much as they're filling out their roster. Right. Smart. You know what we should do? We should go back and look at like some of these guys who are coming in, either one year red shirts or two year red shirts, and go look at like what would if this was Colorado's recruiting class two years ago, how good would have it actually looked? Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting, right? That's I wonder a if great they'd idea. rank higher than the oh, actual like classes by a lot. Yeah, I'll I love it. That. Lone Wolf says 100 k by the off season. Let's make it happen. Then we get our play button. We get there like you a go. plaque from YouTube. Let's go. Um, how many scholarships are left? Keith asked. We We're think 12. 12. Yeah. Oh, back to the question about the camp. I don't know if they're actually saving scholarships for the camp. I mean, it'd be nice to have some on hand just in case, but mm -hmm. I don't think they're betting on this, these camps to like, oh, we're going to find seven players from. Right, 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 right. Miller asks RK, Chris Hummer says Alton is to be on campus this weekend. Mm. Thoughts? Anybody else you want to see this weekend? Uh, who's Chris Hummer? Is he a Works for 247? Yeah. Yep. Nice. Uh, I hope I hope that's all true. He's the one that gave Alton uh, McCaskill the crystal ball, and we haven't heard anything since. Some anchor bias here? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, all right. Well, we hope that's true. I'm very high on Alton McCaskill, so. I just pulled up Chris Hummer's Twitter page. Don't see anything today. Maybe it's like on a board somewhere. Yep. Cool. Uh, anyone else we're hoping to see on campus this weekend? Maybe Gilbreth? Him? Your guy, uh, Jackson, right? Jaquay Jackson? Oh, is he? I thought he already he visited. He already came, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're still waiting on... I mean, we're there was like 10 guys here last weekend. Yep, yep. So... There could be more commits coming in. Oh, okay. Interesting. Bing says the uh, mass transfer rule is already being taken away next year. Coach Prime got in at the right time. <laughs> Damn. That, that would be a great chapter in the Coach Prime at Colorado book. Yeah. Someone said something about the scholarships at the... Coach Prime says he's giving out scholarships on-site at the camps. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he gives out a few. I don't think he's trying to round out all his mm. allotted scholarships for right. them, though. Also, a great that's a great way to incentivize people to come. Absolutely. All right, what else we got? Bing also says this was a COVID exception. Right, it makes sense. Okay, what are y'all's top three portal targets as of right now? McCaskill. McCaskill's up there. Uh, Ukwu's still out there, the James Madison oh, guy. Interesting. Although that looks probably not happening to Colorado. Okay. Um... Barkey's gums went back to Arkansas. Did you see that? No way. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So he transferred from Arkansas to... He he was at North Texas. Oh, North Texas to Arkansas, back in the portal, back to Arkansas. Yeah, committed to Arkansas, then was like, actually, I'm going to decommit. Was decommitted for like, I don't know, maybe a week, 
and then a day or two ago recommitted to Arkansas. I don't think you could pull that at Colorado. I don't think Coach Prime would oh, ride he, with that. No, 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 <laughs> no. I don't think so either. Uh, going through top available portal guys, we still have Zakari Franklin, the uh, UTSA wide receivers out I'm, there. I'm still putting my name next to Jaquay Jackson. Uh, Keon Coleman, although uh, on threes, RPM meter has 100% to Ole Miss. By the way, that filed one for Jordan Tyson to ASU. Did you see that? <laughs> um, Ole Miss for Keon Coleman. Keon Coleman. Okay. All right. Um, yep. Tonio, so can we get an update on the total numbers of transfer portal recruits that have come in since May 1st? Um, so many. <laughs> yeah, a lot, man. I can count it out for you if you give me a minute, but uh, okay, I'll read the next question okay. while you do that. Um, although I might need your help here. What is going on with Elijah <laughs> Brown and the other tight end offers? I haven't heard anything on Elijah Brown. Uh, he's still in the portal, I believe. Entered on the 17th. Um, I haven't been personally keeping track of his offers and stuff, so I don't yep. know. Who's the other guy? Uh, short last name. Uh, King? No. Tight, uh, uh, freshman tight. Oh, Kylan Fox. Oh, yeah. That's who I want. Uh, he put out... Uh, did he put out a top schools or he teased that he was putting out a top schools? Something like that. <laughs> The, the, the this is my life. Live in. I this know. is my life. I know. It's great. Um, I think he actually did put out a top <laughs> schools not too long ago. We were in it. Yeah, Colorado was up there. Yep. Um, he's still raking in the offers, man. I tell you what. All right. Sparky says, is there any concern about this team being able to gel by week one? Lots of new yet upgraded names to the roster. Yeah. I, I can't really speak to what that's like. I don't know what does it take for a team to gel you know what i mean mm -hmm. um they can do uh prps which is player run practices um really whenever now um so you know you know shador is going to be throwing with the wide receivers i'm not concerned about that right um but you know the offensive line is going to be a quick turnaround uh, in fall camp to really get chained together um it's a uh, it is going to be a an interesting process yeah i think that's the biggest concern really with the team yep it's just how does everything fit together like do all these personalities fit together on the field off the field do the coaches gel together are they on the same page play calling wise scheme wise um that's i mean it takes a long time sometimes and you just don't know like the other side of this is you always hear like oh man these safeties have been playing together for three years like they know each right. other's like the back of each other's hands you're not gonna have that mm -hmm. um but this is a great great coaching staff they're going to make things easy for these players um like they know i i have a very strong conviction that they know they can't put in some super complex defense right that all these guys who weren't even here in the spring have to learn in 30 days mm -hmm. um they're going to keep it simple they're going to make things easy the offense is you know is going to be a little more complex but it's on Shador yes like Shador everyone else's job is pretty easy mm -hmm. Shador is the one who it's on him to know the offense and we're obviously extremely confident that he's going to have that on the bag so it's a it's absolutely a variable 
It's absolutely variable, and it's and it's going to be talked about a lot going into week one against TCU. Yeah. Cheryl says they did it at JSU. True, but, I mean, step up in competition, man. They're going to be playing against USC and Oregon week four and five. Like, Yeah, and TCU. Not really four. time to tune up before those, you know? I would love, I mean, I would love if they had, you know, South Dakota right. on the schedule in week one. Well, they have North Dakota State next year. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Uh, Jay's Jake and RK. I watched last year season episodes, and after the Buffs lost to Navy, AD Rick George put out a statement because the team sucked. I'm pretty sure they won't have to happen this year. It's Air Force. <laughs> oh um, my God! Yeah. And yeah, that was bad. Um, the that, dreaded vote the of confidence. Be, yeah, beginning of the end for Carl Durrell yeah. for sure. Uh, I didn't think they they had the balls to fire Carl Durrell last year. I'm so glad they did. Wow. Crazy Rock bottom changed. can be a positive. Yep. Uh, 11 players have committed since May 1st, by the way. Okay. Hell yeah. With some committing even two days before May 1st, so including Jaquez. So. Yep. I don't know. A lot of players. Check out the Prime Tracker at ddmbr.com to get it all. For sure. And, and, and honestly, like, I don't think... I don't know who uh, Jackson State played that first year after the huge transfer... Uh, early in the season but you know it's quite possible in those classics and stuff they played a very strong um, team from the SWAC or from the MEAC or whoever it may be um, but the big thing honestly for me is probably that Shador was the quarterback yep and the, that same thing is going to happen at Colorado like you are going to have your leader on the field um, and it'll help a lot to gel and the other thing is like I think they're going to play a pretty simple defense. Mm -hmm. I think that if the corners live up to their billing, it's going to be cover two man. Right. Or cover one. Yep. Uh, and so that's like there's not – I don't think you really have to gel all that much. Now, uh, I guess it's probably going to be more cover one um, because I know Coach Prime doesn't like cover two. They're going to be very man heavy. I uh, guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but either way, like you, there's a little bit of like gelling with the safeties and knowing where they're going to be and that sort of stuff. But it's a lot of just like go beat the guy in front of you. Mm -hmm. And if you have the guys to do that, you'll you'll do it easily. Right. Uh, I don't have an update on Sean Washington. Sean Washington, I'm sorry. So he played FAMU in the first game. 7-6 final score, apparently. Interesting. That's crazy. Was that the the 2021 spring season then? Uh, the timeline I I don't have. Yeah, neither do I. Um, check out what Bear Bryant did in the fifties with Texas A and M. hundred players went to camp. Thirty eight came back. I feel like I watched a movie on that <laughs> in high school. Really? Yeah. So my my football coach in high school taught this class called Real History. Oh God, that <laughs> Where, sounds problematic. Well, <laughs> we watched movies, and I remember one of them being a Bear Bryant movie about how uh, it's like the hardest training camp ever for all these guys nice. back in the fifties or something. And yeah, oh, <laughs> pretty okay. similar, I guess, to what just happened in Boulder this last spring. Yeah, there you go. Real history. Ooh. Yeah, real history. We watched. <laughs> oh, I did get an A. We watched Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Okay. Among many others. <laughs> so I guess real history is through cinema. <laughs> Pearl Harbor. Historic event. That was like my study hall. Got a lot of homework done in that class. Wild. Shout out Coach Wallen. <laughs> uh, is that it? Yeah. 
Same time, same place tomorrow. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs.